So what's up, cool? Welcome to the show. Hello, I love your sign in the back. Super inspirational. You like that? Yes. To think is to create, to act is to achieve. <laughs> I'm so glad to have you here, man. Like you are, you're, you're kicking butt. I watch your, I, I like to watch your follows go up. Because they're just like, I think you're what, at 4.3 million right now? Not yet, 4.2. 4.2 million, sorry. Yeah, that's okay. I'm only okay, 101,000 away. Let me sit my LaCroix now. <laughs> um, yes, it's, it's crazy. It's just crazy, everything. When did you start doing videos? Um, three years ago. That's it? Yeah, Holy three years crap. ago. Okay, yeah. I got a question for you. I've been wanting to ask you this. So okay. what was what was the tipping point video? Oh, it was definitely my mom group video. I dressed up as different members of a mom group, and it was mom group in real life. So when I had first started having kids and stuff, I would go in these mom groups, and there was it was so wild in there, like people would post a picture of a rash and ask other the other moms you know have had they ever seen it tell me what it is and then the moms would like argue in the comments about it's like it's ebola no it's a heat rash and like they would get so crazy about it thinking they were doctors <laughs> and so i dressed up as all these different characters and um everybody shared it within the mom groups and it took off from there and People would come to the page thinking I'm like a goofy, silly person, which I am, but then they would see that I'm also like a recovering drug addict. And they're like, wait a minute, you don't look like a drug addict. You're not what I envisioned a drug addict looking like. And so, um, you know, the funny stuff would bring them in, but then the real stuff would kind of keep them. Man, that's so awesome. Like you, your abilities and your talents and all that stuff has really done wonders for the um the whole remove the stigma and the shame thank um, you so much that means a lot yeah it, it really it really has um so it, it's it's just really cool to watch man like before we jumped on here the video that i watched was uh the the different types of posts that are happening right now when you're wearing the zuck shirt Oh, yeah. I'm so surprised he hasn't come after me yet. It's freaking perfect. I love but that's, it. What, that's why social media is so scary, because you don't know what's real and what's not. And yeah. so many people think that their way is the only right way. Mm -hmm. And they speak it as a fact. And so I found myself like, well, what's really going on? Is it an asteroid? Is it the government? Like, is it? And so I thought it would be funny to just point out all the different things that are being said so that from an outside perspective, people could be like, wow, maybe I am adding to the hysteria with my post yes. instead of being helpful. That's what I was hoping anyway. Yes. And, and, and you're totally, you're totally right in saying that like the algorithms and stuff pick up on, on all of that, that kind of mm -hmm. ties into the hysteria and it, it seems to get like the dominant flooding of, the news feeds to whatever they can do to keep the people on the page. Yeah. Yeah. You know I mean, on, on the, on the social networking site. And, you know, originally when that kind of thought and idea came out, when people kind of started talking about the algorithms are doing it, 
there were some people, some groups that were like, that's a conspiracy theory. But now you have the founders of these social media networks on YouTube talking about it in interviews that they yeah. done that way on purpose. So now it's like, you know, Any what do you got to say now? And anytime anybody challenges something or a way that things are, they're immediately labeled as like a conspiracy theorist. Yeah. And I, I question everything. I do. I don't just take the information that's given to me and accept it as a fact. I have to see it and believe it and understand it. And, but I'm like that with everything. Aliens, you name it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Um, so I, I'm, I've never been one to go online and say, you know, this is what's happening and this is what you need to do about it because I'm not, I'm never sure. Yeah, it, it is. It, I'm the same exact way. I love to question everything. I love to, um, I, I've really recently just kind of started holding back for, cause I, I'll go down a rabbit hole, you know, being, oh, same. being a, an addict myself. Like yeah. I have to be careful at what I allow myself to get into because mm -hmm. I will take it to the extremes. Same, uh, same. Yeah. I get, I'll find myself uh, on YouTube at three in the morning and I'm like, wait a minute, this person is a reptilian. Like this person is not a real person. Like, <laughs> and I'm like, I need to go to bed. This is getting out of hand. But how are you? Um, oh, I should plug this in. Hold on one second. Okay. Sorry, how are you? Well, is this the worst interview that you've ever had? No, this is the, the best. Uh, I love I love the authenticity and just oh. genuinity. You know what I mean? Are you sitting in the same spot where your daughter did your makeup? I am. I'm in the bathroom. <laughs> yeah, I watch your videos, dude. I follow you. That you're just you're hysterical. <laughs> How are you as a um, recovering addict coping with uh, this quarantine? Are you having trouble? Honestly, no. Same. You know, what, you know what's really what's really helped me a lot is I'm very, very blessed that the business that I own with my father is kicking butt right now because we're in, you know, home renovation and energy efficiency and we help people improve the air quality in their homes and stuff like that. So we're deemed essential. I did not know that. I thought you were like an MC comedian well, presenter. That's, that's what I'm, you know, that, so kind of back, backstory, my, my trade is product demonstration. So I traveled the country for a lot of years, demoing all types of really cool, like kitchen gadgets and cleaning gadgets and different kinds of mops, you know, the freaking sham wow. And I was going to say it. Yeah. Yeah. So before the ShamWow came out, I was demoing the magic cloth around the country, which is the same thing. ShamWow just, they got it from the same factory and then white labeled it. So mm. the factory in Germany that makes those things, they, you know, so many companies buy from them and just put their own name on it. Right. But uh, yeah, that's what I did. I traveled the country as a, as a brand ambassador product demonstrator for a lot of years. And that's how I ended up in Hollywood. And that's how I ended up doing stand-up comedy. So the... The whole I've been on stage since I was three, Aww. so start, you know started singing in church and then you know theater and then you know improv and stuff like that and I always I just love entertaining people and can just making people laugh you know I just yeah. love seeing people laugh because when you're laughing you're not thinking about your problems right you know right it mean? makes you feel light 
Yeah, it, it really does. And I, I love, I love that. And in any way that I can deliver laughter, I'm all about it. And it's yeah. just even more electrifying when you're on stage and people are laughing, you know, when you got 500 people sitting there laughing and there's having nothing fun. like it. Oh God, no, there's no amount of crack. There's no amount yeah. of no whatever that can even, even yeah. come close to it. Um, so, you know, I, I did that for a lot of years and then I uh, came back to, uh, to Dallas in 2013 after a, a major huge relapse. I was working in the music business and I blew a, a multi-million dollar music business deal because of a relapse in New York. Oh. And uh, there was a lot of investors involved and, you know, that right there was probably the biggest hit that my life ever took because of my addiction and my alcoholism, mm. seeing the effect that it had directly on so many people. I mean, sure, I crushed my mom's spirit over and over and over again. Sure, my dad was worried. Sure, my sister was worried. But my addiction had never directly affected a large amount of people like that, that had right. their money invested. And it was because of my addiction that really the whole, the whole thing fell apart. So it took a lot of, a uh, lot of counseling, a lot of therapy, a lot of recovery, relapse, recovery, relapse, recovery, relapse to even get to a place of being able to, to, uh, to forgive myself. I can totally relate to that. You know that I, I was in a relationship with a sheriff's deputy mm -hmm. and I stole a whole bunch of stuff from him during my addiction and, you know, went to jail and all this stuff. And now here I am writing a book about it and making money from the book. And I can't help but feel like I'm capitalizing on someone else's misfortune. You know what I mean? And so in the back of my mind, there's a lot of guilt as well, even though that was never my intention. My intention was to help people, but I can't help but think like, man, I hurt all these people and they are still dealing with all of that. And here I am, you know, living a dream and it feels like I'm doing, like it's not fair to them. And so I can mm -hmm. kind of relate to that voice in the back of your head telling you. Um, but yeah, some really incredible stuff has come from me putting myself out there. And all you can do is try your best to make amends to people. Um, yeah. But we, we do only get one life and it's so true and it can be gone at any minute. Yeah. And so we can't live in fear or the what ifs. And so I'm glad you're doing this show. I'm glad you're stepping out of your comfort zone and it can definitely help a lot of people. And I think that's what's most important. Well, thank you for that. I, I, I appreciate it. So what else is going on with you, man? I know you got uh, 320 Festival coming up. It's now uh, turned virtual, which is really cool. Are, are you yes. uh, a specific topic that you're going to be leading for that? Or what's the update on that? I, I'm going to be on an addiction panel, uh, living mm -hmm. with addiction. And thank you so much for that opportunity, by the way, for like putting me in touch with yeah. the people. Absolutely. I I think you knew, I told you about how I was a huge fan of Justin from Blue October. And then we ended up like hitting it off and like, I it just felt so surreal. And I met Ken Jung and I was like, what is going on in my life? And so I'm just really grateful for that. And the it's, yeah, 320 absolutely. Festival is incredible just bringing awareness to mental health and everything that they're doing. It's so important. I'm so honored to be a part of it. Um, my tour and a bunch of speaking engagements got canceled. So right now I'm, I'm going to be starting to write uh, my second book and don't ask me what it's about. Cause I don't know, 
I, I, don't, I, I don't know. I'm stressed about this. It's hard. It's so hard. And my first book was such a like surprising success that I'm like, son of a basket. How am I going to follow that up? You know, it was so raw and like juicy. And now like I couldn't even try to make it similar or like a follow up because it, it would just be about me and my kids eating snacks and like me yelling at them all day. Yeah. So I don't know what the second book's going to be about, but that's, uh, something that I'm getting ready to work on. And, and yeah, I'm, I'm very grateful to do what I love for a living and to be able to do it from home. Yeah. It's a huge blessing. Yeah, absolutely. Huge, huge blessing. Yeah. And people ask me how I'm doing with all this. And I'm like, I, I feel like I can't even begin to complain because I'm blessed. Did your book go New York times bestseller? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like hella. Like no, like, it didn't. Like hella seller. It didn't. No, it didn't. How many mm -hmm. copies have you sold? Can I ask you that? You can ask me. I don't think I know the answer, to be honest with you. Um, I because I self-published it in 2017 on my own. And the first year it sold between 30 and 50 thousand copies. And I've been saying 50, but I don't know if that's right. Um and then it was picked up by Penguin Random House. Right. And I know it's in the hundreds of thousands, but I also don't think it's even close to like mil a million yet. Is that what it takes for New York Times bestseller? A uh, for a New York Times bestseller, I think you have to sell a certain amount. Like when it first comes out, I'm like 99% sure. Like it has to do with like the first weeks that the book comes out. Um, and so for me, I had already had the book released for a year. So many people had read it. So by the time Penguin Random House picked it up, it was tough because a lot of, you know, it was, a lot of people had already read it. So we started um, selling them at my shows when I was on tour. And that definitely helped. Um, you know, there's days where I'll be number three on Amazon for the day. Uh, but I That's never. Cool. Yeah. But no, never New York Times. I'm so that's I need to make that happen the second time. I still can't believe you only started doing videos three years ago. Really? That's that's wild. I mean, that's just that's awesome. I, actually, it was like I started my page three years ago, and it was writing for a long time. I don't remember my first video what it was, but it was less than that. Yeah, I'm just really grateful for everything it escalated so quickly and I was not prepared for any of it like all of a sudden all these people are calling me and you know people started taking advantage of me because I was like new and my numbers were growing so much and they're like hey can you talk about our product on your page hey we have yeah, this business yeah. and I, I'm like yeah of course because I'm a people pleaser and I don't have a team or anything it's just me and so I have no clue what I'm doing still to this day, but I'm just trying to remind myself of why I started mm -hmm. um, and trying to stay as true as I can to myself and my roots. Yeah. And keep it about the why for sure. I mean, you're helping so many dang people and that's, that, that's ultimately um, when you keep it about that, it's always going to stay genuine and real and people can feel that, you know what I mean?
do you are, are there any products right now that you currently endorse uh there's two i work with it's not i don't know if it counts as a product but i've only ever worked with fabfitfun and growth collaborative um and i did uh do a promotion for abc mouse a while ago on my instagram but um i get no exaggeration like seven to ten emails a day from companies wanting me to pimp out their products and i always say no just because i don't want people to think that um I, i'm selling out and so yeah. i want them to know that when i do show them something it's something that i believe in and it's if i were to just you know throw products out every week they'd be like okay do you really love these leggings or are you just trying to make money like what is it so that's why i just stick to the ones that i do and um i'm very grateful everybody's so loyal and so wonderful i have truly the greatest supporters in the whole entire world that's so rad and you know what you're saying that's exactly why i um i decided to go with herberol remember i told you about herberol i do remember yeah so, I mean, I'm the same way with my product background. I don't, I have to believe in something. I'm not just going to peddle something that's crap. You know what I mean? Right. Um, actually, the uh, the person that I'm interviewing right after you is the creator of Herberol. Oh, really? Yeah, he's going to be on next. That's so cool. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's I'm the same way. That's why, I mean, I, I don't know, I mean, I don't have freaking millions of followers or anything like that, but the same, same, you know, whenever I get to that point, saying, yeah, I, I totally, and people can feel that for sure. And people also like, it's a big thing because I get a lot of hate whenever I do my FabFitFun videos and it's because people don't really realize like, I, that's how somebody like me makes their money. I don't go to a day job. I, I spend my days writing scripts and making videos and producing content and responding to these heartfelt emails. And so you know, to do a sponsored ad for something that I love and use anyway is how I'm able to not have to go get a day job that takes away from all the other stuff that I'm doing, you know, and, and the real people understand that. Is, um, is, is continuing to make this content, I assume that's extremely therapeutic for you and that it is. kind of keep you level and as far as At dealing with the struggles? At times. But it's also sometimes the source of my anxiety because I yeah. feel like people expect it now. And um, there's times where I have no ideas. Like I don't have any ideas for a video. And so then it'll stress me out because I feel like, okay, I'm losing it. I'm not the same person anymore. I'm not funny anymore. I'm not creative anymore. And I beat myself up a lot. Um, mm. And there is this pressure, you know, there's new people creating content every single day. And so I, I, I'm so terrified of like being replaced or becoming irrelevant. And it keeps me up at night trying to think of ideas, but you can only make so many videos before it's like, okay, everybody's already done that. You know, everybody's done a quarantine video. Everybody's done a complaining about your kids video. What are you going to do to be different? And so that's what I try to make my videos, you know, use humor, but for a bigger message. Yeah. And that's what I love doing. So I have to come up with a video for tomorrow and I have no idea what it's going to be. It's supposed to be posted tomorrow night and I haven't even started. So that stressed me out a little bit, but I'm also very grateful to be able to express myself in that way um, and have it help people. It's like my life's purpose. 
Yeah, and you do it so well. And all the different characters, I mean, just the way that you do it is completely different, man. I mean, there's only one you, but then there's several yous in the videos. <laughs> you get so many rad characters that you create. It's so fun, you know? Um, just keep, on, keep doing what you're doing. I love it. It's so great. Thank you. It was so great chatting with you and it was very refreshing to just talk about other life stuff instead of just me, you know, and my story, yeah. because I feel like I tell it so much. Yes. So it was, it was really great to just have a conversation with you. I appreciate it. And I'm looking forward to listening and um, all the other interviews you're going to do. I think it's going to be incredible. I love the human growth potential. I yeah. love it. That's yeah. amazing. Well, thank you so much for having me. And the hair growth potential. The hair growth. I am digging it. So good to have you on the show. Thank you so much. Hey, everybody. Make sure and hit like, hit subscribe, and make sure you follow Miss Tiffany Jenkins, Juggling the Jenkins. This is Getting Live with Little Keith. We'll see you next time. You guys have a wonderful evening. Thanks again, Thank Tiffany. You. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Bye-bye. Have a good night.